0: oh Oh, sister they are just minions trying to release their wiggles hey siri sudden alarm for five minutes the alarm is set for
1: 1906.
0: that's a good year too i had a wine that was born in 1906 never gonna drink it
1: free depression
0: just saying.
2: There was, always, there was always a depression. It's always been depressed. <laughs>
0: Only yes. when you,
2: you, you have never been part of an economic system that did not depress you and your family.
0: Pretty good point. Maybe I mean, a little, a little hard for Wiggle Time, but yeah, that's true.
1: are are not you one of the six families that built West LA, Tony? Like,
0: yeah, but Mike, if. Uh, well, in all fairness, about
1: my my, f- my
0: father actually built West LA, but not in the six family way. Like, I actually built like more Beverly Hills. Like, he's because he was a contractor.
1: Like it, a, it's, a, like, it's like love. It's like Lovecraft Country, and somehow your family is part of like one of the founding families.
0: A little bit, yeah. Like uh, my mom. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, it's weird. Like it's no, like no,
1: it is like that. In LA. Back in the
0: day, the West Side was based mainly mainly Latinos and like. If you're a part of one of these families, I'm telling you, it was like a web of families, like five of them. And, you know, they obviously married other people and offshoots and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But like, you know, if you were part of one of those five families, like everybody knew who you were. They're like, "Damn, yeah, you're wrong. Pats It's like, shit. Like I- I've never met you before in my life. Yeah. But I know who you are. It's like, God damn. Like. So do you know, you know, about, do
1: do know, know about, do you
0: know about Primo's bakery? Of course I know. I live right next to Primo's bakery it would be cool
2: like you you'd be able to walk into acapulco anytime and just get a seat right
0: no 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 it was only you they only knew who you were when you were in trouble (laughs) like anywhere and and not acapulcos come on man that ain't that ain't real (laughs) like don antonio's and uh and casa escobar shit yeah, we were friends with all the Escobars and like. It was what I loved
2: about Acapulcos is that they're like, "fuck it, we'll let fifteen-year-olds party in here on a Saturday night. We're not making any money. I, that's dude, that's cool. Don't,
0: don't get it twisted. I loved going to Acapulco. Like when I was like old enough to kind of drink, like twenty. I was like, this is the best place ever. Those big-ass margaritas and their your wings are bomb.
2: My dad's. Uh, for you know, I don't know, the last ten years of his life, his uh, like his birthday dinner was going to the Acapulco in the marina. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't need anything except to go to Acapulco with my boys. Nice.
1: <laughs> but did, did they both become El Toros?
0: El Toritos. They, El Torito. All the Acapul- all the Acapulcos became mm-hmm. El Torito. They got bought up by I guess the bull was stronger than the country, or no, not a country, it's a city. Yeah, no, I remember that one. I'm over to say play that.
2: On- Used to have the underage uh, clubs. Used to, uh, oh, and
0: uh-huh. that one, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh no, the the Acapulco
2: in uh, Santa Monica, like on that they, on
1: Ocean
0: Park.
2: Yeah,
1: they that was that a good one. Yeah, that's the that's the one that introduced me to brunch. I didn't know what brunch was until I started going there for yeah. Mother's mm-hmm. Day or Father's Day, and I was like, wait a minute, I can make my own omelet, however I want.
0: However you want
1: multiple, multiple yeah. times. Get out of here.
0: You know they talk about brunch like. Brunch is like the worst place to go because nobody who works in the kitchen wants to be on brunch. It's like mm-hmm. the end is usually the crappiest chefs because like they had their good chef doing, doing Saturday night. And then, so, so he's not waking up for Sunday brunch. So like they have like all their slackers and everything, just doing Sunday brunch all hungover and pissed off.
2: Like, I'll say, I'll say I've worked in enough fucking uh, restaurants to know that that's not the, the, I, the best chef definitely works that Friday, Saturday and Thursday uh dinner slot but whoever but who who works the brunch was a roll of the die like whoever was like unlucky enough to like uh uh roll but it was randomized so you could actually have you could have like the sous chef come in because mm. the sous chef didn't want to piss off the rest of the line guys and be like no you can't go because you know they're all latin they all want to go to fucking hang out with their families and not going to fucking work you know
0: anyway I was about to say, they're all, so what you're saying is everybody there is pissed off? <laughs> yeah,
2: pissed off.
0: You don't got the real chef there, you got his assistant. I guess what I'm saying oh, you know. is
2: that you could get the best chef, but you'll get the worst attitude.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sunday brunch, not quite worth it at all. Wow. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to Cabin Fever. I am Tony G. and With me, as always, my partner in crime, my main man, the, the man with the plan, always editing, always essential, the king of essential mountain, my big man, Big Edgy. What up? Nice. We are here back, the essential, what is essential and what is not. That is just a question for the ages, and uh, I am not, Ed
1: is, and here we are. And you know what, Ed, talk to me. How was your weekend? Um, nobody cares. Everyone wants to know about how your weekend was and also rob strotter's here
0: like i was gonna bring rob strotter in really you're so impatient it's it's Uh, insane there's obviously there's obviously a system oh yeah i set that i set it up and then he jumps on top of it by breaking it into into small little pieces i hump it furiously
1: and then i run away from it
0: yeah yeah literally literally it's really weird um so, yeah, Rob Schroeder is with us today, Mr. Rob, Big Rob. You might know him from the Geek Out, good to be, uh, what is it, Geek Out? Oh, no. Good to Geek Was there a name change? Good to Geek Out. From Good to Geek Out and We Roll Deep. He is the host, and, uh, and uh, he's a good friend of the show. Welcome to the show.
2: What uh, uh, First time listener,
1: first time caller. Cool. Way to be a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're supposed to say that with an East Coast accent. You know, yeah.
0: First time listener. Long time. First time, long time.
2: <laughs> I wish the first time was a long time.
1: Uh, Don't we? Oh, okay. wow. Wow. That was pretty good. I'm online. Uh, topic yeah. another time. What's the topic today?
0: Uh, the second time being real smooth. <laughs> now, <laughs> well, so I look, okay. I'm just going to share a story. I want to, I'm going to do this. Uh, and, and you know what? I'm going to name drop, uh, saturday was was tony's birthday. Happy birthday are you speaking in the third Thanks. yeah yeah because i was name dropping all right, uh,
2: all right. I, I didn't know you had a Dion level of ego but that's good that's good all right
0: no i just didn't want to make it sound like if i said my birthday i mean either way so um <laughs> you thought that was the better way yeah yeah i was like it's tony's birthday uh well they, 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 the rock says can i get to the end of the goddamn story you only got a half hour um so so instead of going and doing anything fun we went to the beach uh we go to the beach a lot so it wasn't really quite special but it was fun to hang out with your family uh with my family anyway so we stopped at target i'm not bragging but sometimes we go to target you know it's kind of fancy and people by the way target is not cheap uh so target has some fashions you know they have some some clothing uh, we weren't buying any. We were just going to get chips and stuff. But as we walked by, I noticed a really pretty girl. Like she was super hot. Even my wife was like, "You can tell my my wife knows when she I knows she knows a good looking gal when she sees one, and she kind of turns her head like that when that when that happens." And I was like, "Dude, what's up?" And she's like, "Oh, take that you know, lady over there is really pretty." I'm like, "Yeah," but she's wearing those disgusting baggy ass jeans, and. And I was like, and she's like, God, you in the jeans? And she like walks off, and that really got me thinking in my head. I remember that's exactly when I texted you Ed about this. I was like, dude, style versus fashion, man. You know, like nothing makes me more like weirded out than seeing like a beautiful girl in those baggy ass jeans. It's like, come on, like just wear some jeans that fit you. Even the like, even the mom high, the ones with the high waisted jeans. At least they were flattering to the figure. And I'm not saying to objectify women. Right? I'm, I'm not sure saying, what like, kind of sh-
2: I'm not sure what kind of show I got into here. This is, no, this well, is look, okay, no. Look,
0: let me ask you a question. Like, do you do you really feel like, like, okay, maybe if they're comfortable, but if I find my wife, she'll she will not wear comfortable clothing anywhere. Like these are not flattering. Yeah. These are not flattering pants, right? So I'm thinking, like, who made these pants, and why did they make them? And it's because of fashion. Like, is in fashion. It's like, okay, everybody's wearing this right now, so I got to wear it. Like, yes, I,
2: I definitely feel you. I think that uh, I think that there's a difference between fa- style and fashion, which I can get into in a second, but I will say for homegirl, a uh, she can dress how the fuck she wants to. B uh, she's at Target, which is a mid to high range sometimes
0: uh, place. But she's at Target; she can be feel comfortable at Target. And, oh, yeah. Uh, well, okay. I have also it, seen these pants in straight up trendy public.
2: Now, so there, there's I, another
0: part of that, like. Now to be
2: clear, I, I'm assuming you're talking about the mom pants that that trend that's come in.
0: Yeah, it's like they're real baggy, like they. Yeah. They look well, like, like you're wearing a, a burlap sack. On your- I'm
2: differentiating that from Junko, uh like rave <laughs> pants. You, know, like, pant. like, you know, like like But yes, yeah, so the the mom the mom jean it, uh, jeans is a, a weird fashion trend. I definitely agree with you because it is un it is purposely unflattering. I, I, and, look, I, and I don't I, get exactly why, but that is fashion and so I think that there is this difference between fashion as um, as a societal anybody can do it it's actually kind of an in thing to do Uh, it's a you know it's a social tool to make to make you in to make you cool like having a pair of Jordans or whatever it is as opposed to having style which is an inner thing to me which is something that is you defining how you look You can use popular things, but you wear them in a different way. You organize them in a different way. Style can't be imitated, but fashion can. You can be fashionable, but you can't just fake being
0: stylish. Right, right. I'm reminded of like, what I saw this, remember Christian Hosoi, the skateboarder? No? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, so there's a documentary called Rising Sun about Christian Hosoi, just so you can catch up on the coolest skateboarder who ever lived. and he used to do that like he didn't wear like he was just wear clothes but he'd like take his shirt off because he was in good shape he'd like stick it in the back of his pants so when he's like in the when he's in the air and on a skateboard he's like dude why do you have on the back of your pants he goes because it looks like a tail's coming off like i'm like like i'm going even faster like his brain was like nah nah it's just the style that i got it's my style i do that you know and but
2: that inspires other people and so that ends up being stylish stylish innovators inspire inspire the fashion that ends up getting bit and then that cycle happens until it actually dies the style innovator tends to not wear what has actually become fashionable now because it no longer distinguishes them as a unique style and they go on to something else something else Uh, right right to the most extreme Mm -hmm. of this but i don't think is actually stylish would be uh kanye and just continually uh I'm not going to say progress with this style, but to continually change his style so no one can ever catch up to look like what Kanye will look like. For instance, I know what ice cube is going to look like in 10 years. You know, I know what he's going to be wearing. I know what Chuck D is going to be wearing in, in 10 years. And so Kanye,
0: I don't know. He's going to be wearing in 10 months. Ed frumpy jeans or not. Are you in, are you out with the frumpy jeans? He's been awfully quiet. Sorry, sorry, Rob, but he's been yeah, awfully yeah, quiet. I've
1: left out of this conversation for a while, and it's for a reason, you know, damn well. I am a frumpy gene guy. So, <laughs> and I mean that, like, metaphorically and literally. So, uh, my, my real um, question here, I guess, is, like, to Rob, Um but mostly because, oh, well, first of all, we need to really get into, like, why we brought Rob on here. Like, Rob had just done yeah. a Series, a whole COVID outfit series. Uh, maybe talk about that a little bit, Rob. Um,
2: I have a background in no. Uh, I <laughs> uh, first started. I did go to him I went to Fashion Institute Design Merchandising instead of regular uh, school. Um, then I started working at uh, Diesel as operations manager, and then I got became the national operations manager and got flown around to open up their stores, uh, to help open up their stores. It's not like I did it by myself, but I had an awesome team that I worked with during COVID. I got bored wearing sweats every day and not having any motivation to, to really put on the wardrobe that I own. And I take pride in, in the way that I dress and my clothes. And so my lady, uh, she doesn't like when I just dis- discern the possessive, but simmy um, she su- she suggested she's like, well, what if you just like you know just wear what you would have worn anyway on that day and just take pictures of it and just make that a series and so it started and ended up running for hundred and twenty one days and uh, with very few. With, with, with very few mix and matching, I was actually surprised at how many pieces of wardrobe I had. Why I had all that wardrobe is a uh, is a different issue. Um, but it was nice to kind of cycle through that because I was able to purge a lot of the things that I was like, I keep I was keeping them for sentimental purposes because they were important at a certain time in my life when I was in my recovery uh, post-fire. And like, you know, some, who, someone donated them to me or something, you know, someone like there's a, a connection. So it was nice to take this... Fashion show to take these pictures and then like a third of this wardrobe I can now get rid of because it's you know it's forever now you know like I don't have to worry about it not being in my wardrobe you know like so uh so it ended up being like a cool way to have something to do and like I like to wake up make my bed I've accomplished something the next thing I usually do is like get dressed and so uh returning to some form of normalcy and routine and then getting positive feedback as people were, you know, down for it. Uh, uh, and I suggest you uh, you go and check it out.
0: Yeah, well, I, well, I follow you, man. I, so I've, I've been watching you. I will ask this: Have you ever doubled up, like, like straight up? You haven't. I know. I'm sure you probably had the same pants on every so often or something. But yeah. you ever like? Were you ever like? You never like doubled up on the shirt or anything like that.
2: <laughs> um. I look at pants as foundational, so those right. are the you know like those are what you the basics, yeah. yeah like kind, of, which is interesting because it's crazy to think that blue jeans are considered a neutral in our uh, in our fashion palette. Um, but I have way more shirts and sweatshirts and jackets than I do pants, and so pants uh, and jeans would be rotated probably like cyclically every I think like 14 like maybe seven different pair um but not all the pairs go with all the outfits so some of them definitely got repeated um just because they look good and uh, shirt wise I barely doubled it up and if I did double it up it's because the shirt specifically went with a hat or specifically with wearing, some right? other
0: yeah.
2: accessory okay. um yeah and it was a it was fun and I had to end it at some point because because it was just getting insane yeah well what what
1: was the page in case people want to look it up instagram
2: boba fresh at instagram b-o-b-a underscore f-r-e-s-h at instagram if you've never heard of instagram you should probably check it out it's pretty cool
0: (laughs) well definitely i'll definitely look into that Do they do they have pictures? I just like I'm all about the pictures. You can see them instantly. <laughs> In cramp form. Uh, no, so no, no, no. so uh, I I have kind of picked up what you're putting down on the t-shirt thing. You're just like, hey, I got it. like sentimental value, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, what was the hardest shirt you had you got rid of where you're like, oh, I gotta get rid of this and I don't want to, but I'm going to.
2: Um an old shirt of my dad's. Like, uh, but it was just, you know, like it was just worn out, like, you know, like the the stitching was coming out and it was something that I rarely wore because I knew it had maybe five more wears in it before it just got torn up. And so it was good to, uh, it was good to have a picture of me in that one because I have a picture of him as a, you know, as a younger man wearing the same shirt. So uh, that was one. Uh, But with that said, I have other shirts of his. And right. uh, other pieces of clothing that are, yeah, that are what, as good, not as
0: good. What about you, Ed? You got a magic T-shirt, or did you have to? Get, you ever had to get rid of a T-shirt where you're like, i can't believe I'm doing this?
1: I'm right on the precipice of getting rid of one.
0: Really? Is it the one you're wearing? It's got <laughs> drunk collar.
1: It's always the one I'm wearing. No, it's <laughs> that, that, <laughs> neckline, that, that, that neckline is seems the like it should up. be.
0: <laughs>
1: There's a hole in here somewhere. Okay, you got you ravaged put, by Bobcat. <laughs> do, do, do you
0: put two people
2: into that head? Do you wear that shirt
1: face to face with another person?
0: Okay, okay, let's not fashion shame him. let I not do that. My
1: head slightly inflated <laughs> towards water, and it's slightly bigger than normal. Uh, I don't mean to shame you. You're right.
0: <laughs> it was uh, funny though.
1: <laughs> I went to one of Howard Stern's last uh, Vegas parties when he was on terrestrial mm-hmm. radio. And I have a free Stern shirt because he wanted to go to Satellite and he couldn't get released from his contract yet. And there's a lot <laughs> behind that shirt I won't even get into. And the, the basically the sleeves were just falling off. So I was about, <laughs> I was going to turn it into a Max shirt if, from if, you know it's always sunny and just be sick. <laughs> just take the sleeves off. It's or I'm going to get rid of it. And I, I like it so you're, you brought that up and yeah that is my once and- again. My lack of fashion sense is only being shown by this episode.
0: Before, like, uh, I will ask this one more question about fashion, because honestly, it, it was non at me. Because, like, I like to think, like, I, I actually, I'm, a, I'm an older guy now. I got kids, you know. I don't really have like a really sick fashion. I don't have a wardrobe, but I do know that like, I always like the way things looked on me. If like, if I wore something, but like, I like the way that looks. If even if it was fashionable, I'd be like, I don't like the way it looks on me. I'm not doing it. Um. Recently, like, I think this just catches up to you with age, perhaps. Uh, like, I used to wear, like, not baggier, but, like, you know, like the the boot fit jeans and stuff. So they had a little bag going on, you know. And I went and met up with a bunch of my friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. And they're real fashionable dudes, you know. Like, you know, like they always know what to wear. And, you know, it was one guy's birthday. I show up, and he's like, how you been? Yeah, cool. You're looking great. I was, like, working out at the time. Like, hey, you're looking good. Yeah, cool. It was, like, sweet pants, though and each one of them took turns just bagging on my pants you know they're like dude how old are you now and, and i'm thinking like dude, I'm, I'm like okay i'm 38 years old and i'm wearing the same jeans i probably would have worn at like when i was like you know mm. 20 in my 20s <laughs> in, like the mid-aughts yeah. so like and part of me's thinking like okay maybe i should like step up to the plate a little bit with like how i dress and that was one my like, one concession to fashion was like okay, maybe I, I should probably be it up to like what, what's good for a guy my age right now. Yeah, You know, yeah. that was my one like turning point with like, okay, maybe like there is something to fashion. Because I was always like the style guy, like you said. Well,
2: fashion, yeah. On some level, fashion has to wash over the entire place that it's at. Like, you know, like people aren't still wearing, uh, for instance, people just don't wear suits every day. Like that's not a thing. Like for my, Unless, uh, yeah, for my yeah, fashion shows man like,
0: or something, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, right. But yeah, it used to be like the thing that everyone did, and you know, everyone, no one wore sneakers for sure. You know, like and and so this idea that fashion ends up changing is, I think, a natural natural cycle. But I think it happens as quick as it does for us, like because you know we we look back at like you know the eighteen hundreds and we think that you know they've got. Pil- they look like pilgrims for a hundred years, you know. Like obviously, right. there's I mean, some twists and turns, but we have such access to movies, videos, media, so many different cultures that we that you know get synthesized together. Let alone appropriated, and so fashion ends up moving forward as as this collective whole, and then you end up, I think, having style within that collective uh, acceptable fashion sense
0: okay i know I'm, i i actually I'm, you said a lot of really awesome words, but I actually picked up what you were putting down that was uh that was a ten that was a that was a fifty dollar sentence right there which is awesome my, my ability to uh my ability to communicate complex
2: ideas is one of the reasons i'm an awesome teacher
0: yeah i'm right yeah well i, well, I really appreciate you coming on the show and seriously i think like I feel better about this like next time I see a a pretty girl wearing those really ugly jeans, I'm going to go ahead and just go, Hey, maybe she's just growing up. And maybe she wanted to be, you know, not look, you know, maybe she wanted to look like she was wearing a potato sack and maybe she's cool with it. And maybe, or maybe her friend who looks does not look as good as her designed those jeans and wanted her to wear them so she could stand next to her in better looking jeans.
2: Or you can just not subject her to the male gaze and <laughs> yeah. and, and keep shopping and just and just keep pushing the cart with your lady.
0: Okay, like that's a whole that is also a whole different episode. But I will say this: my wife actually noticed her first. <laughs> I will say I didn't notice her at all because of the jeans. So what are you gonna do? Uh, and you are right. We, I, I don't like to objectify women, but
2: no, you were making a you were making an observation that uh, was based uh, on you know a natural yeah. thing like yeah. we are attracted to people like i mean you know like that's not like as a desi-
0: yeah, as a designer myself i like like things pleasing to my eye and i was like yeah those genes are not pleasing
1: it's called a broad observation or an observation about broads
0: Oh wow! See, there it is. There it is, and that is of fever. Thank you to Rob Strader for showing up. We appreciate you, and we appreciate all the all the candor about fashion, and indoor style. That's boba. Say it again, boba fresh at Instagram. Boba fresh at Instagram.
2: B o b a underscore f r e s h at Instagram.
0: Thank you. Cool. And if you ever want to hit us up, it's at I got the fever four hundred. I haven't said the website in a while. Like, thanks for putting the B back in my bonnet. I I have a fever four hundred at gmail.com. That's I have the fever four hundred at gmail.com. If you want to go ahead and call me a uh misogynist pig, or maybe you want to just throw that one in, at Ed's doorstep. Either way, uh you can go ahead and uh and hit us up at any time. And thanks for showing up and thanks for listening. And uh we'll catch you guys next week on Cabin Fever.
1: Eric Sloan, I know you think you're a stylish person. Sorry, you weren't included on this episode. Oh, sick bird.